0: mighty God and we worship your name today Jesus you are worthy, you are our counselor you're the mighty God, you're the prince of peace let us remember in this time of Christmas to remember that you are the reason for the season we praise your name today Jesus thank you thank you for who you are thank you for coming to this earth for us thank you for being with us thank you for living in us Thank you, Father God. You are worthy, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You can be seated. Joy. And we have the joy candle being lit today. So, in our Advent candle, yes. How many of you are feeling joy in this Christmas season? Are you taking the time to feel joy, or are you too busy? Let's not be too busy let's remember the reason for the season and the reason that we celebrate so we're also going to celebrate some people today today is the day that we honor all our volunteers our ministry leaders our senior saints so we're excited that we get to do that so our senior saints are going to be the first group that we honor so if you are 60 years old and up if you would come forward line up across this way if you can't come up we'll get you a, a card to you, okay? Y'all come on up, 60 years old and up. Let's give them a big hand, yes. <clears throat> Look at these beautiful, beautiful people. coming up our ushers have a gift for you. They're going to come around and give you a gift from the ministry. Also, we want to thank Pastor Faye and Restoring Hope. If you'll notice, Jay, can you hold these up real quick for me? Jay's going to hold this up for you. This is what you're going to get from Restoring Hope. You're going to get a gift basket and a box of food of canned goods and box goods. So this is from Restoring Hope for all our senior saints. Yes. So today, Senior Saints, as you're leaving, if you will pull around to the back where the bus carport thing is, they're going to be under there, and they will load your car up, okay? And you will get the box and the basket, okay? Y'all make sure that you don't forget to get your box and your basket. Did everybody hear me? Your box and your basket. (laughs) So gifts are being given out now. This is a beautiful, beautiful group of senior saints. Don't you agree? Yes. Anybody in the seats that can't stand, if you'll raise your hand, we'll make sure that we get you a card as well. Did everybody get your card? Okay, let's give them a big hand. Y'all can be seated. Okay, now we're gonna take a moment to honor all of our ministry leaders and volunteers. So as I call your group, if you would please come up and line up, and I know we're gonna have to line up all around here, so you can go down the side of the walls, front and the sides, okay? So all appointed elders and deacons, if you would come forward. And as they're coming forward, all the teachers and assistants for Sunday school, children's church, youth church, men's class, sanctuary class, Royal Rangers, girls' ministry, sponsors, all other Wednesday night teachers, and the CEM director. If you will all come up, please. All our care ministry team leaders and members. We'll make sure though yes <clears throat> also our WM board and council members this includes bereavement decoration committee nursery coordinator girls ministries coordinator harvest train coordinator refreshments and meals sanctity of human life um, women's ministries worship leader upper room and the di- women's ministries district director okay all of the men's ministries, the breakfast fellowship director, district director, and the Royal Rangers district director. All of priests praise, the band, the singers, the choir, the sound, media, and lighting technicians, live streaming technicians, and the banner ministry. Everybody's going to be up here in minute. All of our intercessory prayer leaders, our missions director, local, and district. All Restoring Hope Center staff and volunteers, all who helped throughout the year, unloading trucks. If you were in Be the Church, if you participated in that, you're welcome to come up. Our Fellowship of Christian Athletes Leaders. All our head ushers, all appointed ushers and security, all our appointed nursery workers and van drivers. A lot of you may be up here already. Our new converts prayer room and follow up ministry. All those who assist with cleanup, maintenance, or outside grounds, decorating ministry for Family Day and Christmas, or any other events we have. All of our merged 2040 and north of 40 leaders. Wow, that's a lot of volunteers, y'all. Amen. This is beautiful. Let's give them a hand. You know, a lot of times they'll say, like, I think it's like 20% of the people do 80% of the work, but I don't think so here. What do you think? Amen. Amen. We, we're we the out of the norm, so we're thankful for that. Amen. Are you thankful for all these people that help? And let's give them another hand. Yes. <clears throat> all right. If you guys would make sure that the nursery and the toddler class that their teachers get gifts to, please. <clears throat> All righty, is that everybody? Did everybody get a card? Everybody got one? All right, we thank you all so much. You can have a seat. We wanna take a moment now to honor our office staff and ministry leaders. So as I call your name, please come up. We're gonna honor our office staff first. So Chris Oxendine, if you would please come up. Chris is our treasurer. Our administrative assistant to the church office and priest of praise is Wanda Albright, if you'll come up. Our assistant to the treasurer that helps Chris is Renee Anderson, if you'll come up please. And then our maintenance director, Jim Albright. Y'all can come over here. Y'all can come. Can you... We want to thank this group. We could not do, we couldn't do what we do with all of you volunteers, but the church would not run the way it is run if we didn't have this group right here. So if y'all give them a big hand, please. Yes. All right, I'm gonna ask our Discipleship Ministries team to come up, so our team leader is Sharon Quick. She's the Director of um, Discipleship Ministries. We have our um, Women's Ministries Director, Tracy Bethay, our Girls Ministries Director, Mandy Hunt, our Rural Rangers Director, Chris Taylor, he's not here today, our CEM Director, Pastor Michael Hunt, our Youth Leadership Team, James James Earl and Courtney Poole, Cameron Bethay and Elise Bethay and Tyler Lockie, if y'all would all come up. And our security ushers and ushers leader team, Alan Anderson and Gary Locke. So if y'all would come on up too, please. This is the group that heads our ministries up, and um, Sharon is the director of this. This is also the group that plans all of our big events, our big church events that we have, Friends and Family Day, um, the water, what do we call that? Super Super Soaker, I couldn't think of it. Super Soaker Sunday, Spring Family Fun Day, all of those things. These are the ones who do the planning and the helping execute and get volunteers, so let's give them a big hand. All right, let's give them another hand. I'd like to call up our pastoral staff Associate Pastor Michael Hunt, Staff Pastor Joyce Blees, and Outreach Pastor Faye Coates. For this group right here, um, they are um, wonderful, they're a great support to Pastor Tim and I, and we couldn't do what we do without y'all either. And we appreciate everything you do. Pastor Faye is over Restoring Hope Center, our outreach ministry. Um, my mom is over the arts and the worship leader, and Pastor Michael is our associate in his family. He couldn't do it without Miss Mandy. <laughs> so, we want to thank y'all for all that y'all do. Let's give them a hand. our church board to come up. Charles Whitehead, Freddie Oxendine, Anthony Bethay, Molly Flowers, Danny Holland, and Chris Oxendine. Maybe this will help some of you new people see who's, who does what around here. That might help a little bit. We want to thank our board. <clears throat> this board is a huge support to this church and to Tim and I, and we couldn't do what we do without them. We could do what we do without any of you. But we want to thank y'all. We want to thank you for the prayer and the dedication that you give, for the insight for the church, for the finances, and for everything that goes with that. We appreciate it so much. Let's give them a hand.
1: On behalf of the board and the church, we would like to give you this gift to Pastor Tim and Kim. And <laughs> we appreciate y'all uh, so much for everything you do for not only this church, but for the move of God in this church. We pray over you. We want God's best for you. We continue to ask God to lead you and to guide you as you lead and guide us. Thank you. Don't forget to pay your ties.
2: I said I wasn't going to say anything, but I'll say something right quick. Um, God is good to us, is He not, y'all? Amen. Is anybody glad to be saved in here besides me? <clears throat> Let's pray together right quick. And then Pastor Faye will let you blow that shofar and call us to worship. Holy Father, creator of the universe, King of all that there is, Jesus Christ, our Lord, by you and for you, all things were made and created. We honor you today and we look to you. You are our blessed hope. As the old prophet saw when they brought the child Jesus in. And he saw Jesus and he said, behold the consolation of Israel. I declare today, Lord, you are still the consolation of the entire earth so that whosoever puts their hope, faith and confidence in you, that hope is secure. Blessed be the name of the Lord who was and who is and who is to come. King of all kings and Lord of all lords, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, have your way today I know it's nasty on the outside Lord these people have braved some nasty rain and wind and chilliness to get into the house of the Lord and God I don't know about anybody else but Tim Hodge would say Lord that sounds like a very acceptable sacrifice that they're offering to you and all through the scripture you have taught us with every acceptable sacrifice there is a divine response So we welcome your glory. We welcome your glory, the weight and the weightiness of your presence. Not a goose bump, but a transformation to come in this place today. Hallelujah. 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 Give him some praise, would you? would you stand to your feet while we blow the shofar today and welcome him into this
3: house
4: is born unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulders and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father prince of peace his name is Emmanuel therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel his name is Lord. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. He is, I am. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is our Savior. Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. His name is Jesus, and you can put your trust in him.
5: You know, this morning, Pastor Faye did our Bible study on uh, Isaiah 53, and it uh, was speaking of the crucifixion of our Savior. And uh, in that passage, it says that uh, he opened not his mouth. And I didn't really understand that, so it, before service, I started studying that out. And uh, <clears throat> it meant that not that he didn't open his mouth, but that he didn't give the, the strong defense for who he is that he could have given. Amen? I so he didn't tell them that he was the Alpha and the Omega, right? He didn't tell them that every knee would bow and every tongue would confess one day. So in honor of our Lord and Savior who did not open his mouth, can we start this worship service off by opening our mouths and telling them who he is, who he is now, who he was then, and who he will forever be? Amen. Amen. Let's worship together, church. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to say take- In Jesus may be made whole snow of the name. What a wonderful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. The
4: name of Jesus. Well, Offer up your own song of praise to him right now. Words. Oh, we love
5: you, Jesus.
4: We magnify you. We
5: worship you, Jesus. How we glorify you. Lift up a song of praise to Jesus. I think I- What a powerful name
6: This one more time in thanksgiving for the name that is above every name, name above every name. We honor you, we glorify, we magnify your name, Jesus. Come on, let's just take a minute and give you your best praise of the morning. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 Father, we began this service this morning, even in the prelude, exalting the name that is above every name, and in our finite way, we've, we've, we've offered up praise to you. hallelujah is all we can give sometimes. No matter at our very best, it's not worthy of you. But thank you that you receive that. You receive the sacrifice that we've made of praise today. And we thank you that your people all over the earth are joining together in praise and thanksgiving today. And all of our praise is going up and joining with the praise eternal that is going on around the throne. And we just say thank you for letting us be a part. It's such an honor just to enter into your praise, Father. We don't come here to start worship. We just come here to continue it because it's already going on around the throne in heaven. Teach us to be lifestyle worshipers so that when we come in, we're continuing in our own hearts as well and not just coming in here for a fix. I pray that you teach us to honor that name that is above every name and to put that name on our lips and proclaim it. We love that song, go tell it on the mountain. God, everywhere we go, let us tell of the goodness and the goodness that is in the name of our great God. And right now, there are many people here representing many needs. There may be lost people in this house today. I ask that you draw them to you. I pray for every person to be encouraged and to be strengthened that came today. I ask for a healing virtue to flow through bodies today. We just take authority over COVID, we take authority over flu, we take authority over all these viral germs that are going around. And we just say we forbid any further, any further of their instructing into our area, imposing themselves into our, what is our area, my responsibility. We just begin to say today, this is my ground, this is my house, and I forbid you to encroach any further on God's property forbid you in the name of Jesus to encroach any further on God's property. We decree and declare it in Jesus' name. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that we apply right now and we just give you all the praise and glory for it. We lift up the musical tonight, God. I'm believing you to put in the hearts of people to come. Despite the rain, I'm asking you to stop the rain this afternoon so that people can get in and out without getting soaked. But God, whatever the weather is, whatever's going on in here, we're doing this as a, in honor of your birthday and we will glorify you and you will be magnified. You will be glorified. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you for this worship far in the service, and we know that you've given the man of God a word for this hour. So we pray your anointing on him, your strengthening on his body, <clears throat> and your anointing on him as he brings the word today. And all God's people said a big amen. You may be seated in his presence. And as you're being seated, I just want to remind you that the musical is tonight at 7 o'clock. And... Uh, We'll be out here all day preparing for you to come at 7. So I hope you'll come. I hope you've invited your family and friends to come as well. And uh, I want to say a great big appreciation to everybody that has helped us with this. They've worked so very hard, and we just appreciate that so very much. We're not doing this tonight. It's called a performance. We're not doing it as a performance. We're doing it as an offering of sacrifice and celebration of his birthday. I don't care if he was born in March or April or May or December. I just like the fact that we've chosen one day a year to say thank you for being born on this day, being born that I could live. And as I was praying, I meant to mention uh, Chris as well. You saw that Chris had to remain on the stage today rather than going up and down. She's still having vertigo and uh, imbalance because of the ruptured eardrum that she experienced a couple of weeks ago. So thank you for continued prayers for her. Chris Taylor's family is under attack. He actually has COVID, and um, uh, we're believing God for him today. And we thank God for the miracle of, of, um, uh, what is her, what is, um, the little girl that showed up last week week in that door right over there, Danica. Can we give God praise for what he's doing there? Amen.
0: So good to see everybody today, see your smiling faces on this beautiful rainy day. Every day is a good day, though. Amen. It's good to see y'all today. We would like um, to say a big welcome if this is your first time with us today. If you're a first-time attender, on the back of your bulletin there's a form that says first time here. If you'll fill that out, it just tears right off. And if you'll take it to the Welcome Center after service through any of these doors to the right. There's a care ministry team there. If you give them your form, they'll give you a gift bag. And if you need prayer or have any questions, they will be glad to assist you with that. So we hope that you will take advantage of that. Make sure that you read your bulletin. A lot of good stuff going on. Don't forget, as Mom said, the Christmas musical tonight and tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. This Wednesday night, we will have no classes, no small groups, and nothing. So nobody will be here. So if you show up, you'll be alone. <laughs> I think everybody probably will be glad to have a little rest, but nothing this Wednesday night here at the church. Thursday is um, Restoring Hope's Christmas Hope, and we're very excited about that. Yes. They could use some volunteers to help with that Thursday, so if you could help out with re- uh, Restoring Hope's Christmas Hope, if you'll be here at 5 o'clock Thursday here in the sanctuary. They'll give you a job to do. Okay, so if you can help out, we would really appreciate that. And we're very excited to be able to host that inside this year. Amen, Pastor Faye? Yes. Due to COVID and craziness, we've been having to do like the drive through thing. But thank God this year we get to do the whole shebang. So we're excited about that. So we hope that you'll come out. If you can't help, still come out and enjoy it. It's going to be a great time. Now is the time to give. We're excited. Yes. We're excited to be able to give to God back what he has blessed us with. So if you need a tithing or offering envelope, if you'll raise your hand, our ushers are coming forward. They will get one for you. Notice on the screen, we give you several ways to give here at Northview Harvest Ministries. We want to make it convenient for you. If you'd like to give online, if you like to put that card number in, we'll take it that way. And we appreciate those of you that do that. I know that uh, lots of you give online these days because it's very convenient, and we want to thank you for that. Thank you for however you give. We appreciate your obedience to God and your commitments and your faithfulness to Northview Harvest Ministries. Amen. Thank you so much for all you do. So we're going to ask you to come forward, ushers. We're going to ask you to stand, please, as our um, praise band is going to play for us as we present our offerings to the Lord today.
2: Child that you delivered, Mary would soon deliver you. We ready to make confessions? Tyler, you ready to make confession? He has something on Facebook about getting a check in the mail. I didn't know. Was that the truth, or you were just saying if I'd call you out? It's the truth. Will somebody give the Lord a praise for his provision, would you? As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates. Bring it on. So you got a real for real check in the mail, all right? How many of y'all know God loves Tyler Murphy? How many of y'all know He doesn't love Tyler any more than He loves you? He is Jehovah Jireh. He's El Shaddai. He is the He is the uh, All Sufficient One. In fact, I love the name El Shaddai. It actually, means multi-breasted one, which implies God has multiple avenues of provision that He will flow into your life. And if you go back and you look in the book of Genesis, when God created Adam and Eve, when God put them in the garden, when he created the garden, he had, what was it? Like three or four, five different rivers that flowed into that. One means gold, one means diamond. God was letting them know right there, I'm flowing this stuff into your life. Come on folks, let's line ourselves up with the word of God. We make this confession today because Job twenty two twenty eight, decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. Proverbs eighteen twenty one, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 13, 2, eat good by the fruit of your lips. Your words set the atmosphere of your world. How did God create? He said, let there be, and there was, right? Come on, Hebrews chapter 11 says, and by faith we know that God created the worlds and all that there is by his own words, okay? And then when God created you, he made you in his image. He put a little bit of his nature, not just giving you a nose, eyes, and ears, but he put a little bit of that creative ability inside of you. This is not new age, folk. This is Bible. It's all in there. Joshua chapter 1, verses 6, 7, 8, and 9. God said, if you speak these things, if you repeat these things, if you murmur these things, if you meditate on these things, he said, you will make it, which is his word, which literally means that meditate doesn't mean sit there, i mm, I'm meditating, no, in the Hebrew, that means you speak it quietly over and over and over and over and over. You focus on the Word of God. And God said, when you do that, you will make your own way prosperous. Line yourself up with the book. Turn to two people, high five of them, say, Line yourself up with the book. That's all we're doing. We're just lining ourselves up with the book. So, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord for meeting all of my financial needs that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together today. Amen. Next Sunday, today is the 17th. Seven more days from now is what? Christmas Eve to 24. So we're going to have a Christmas Eve service in here from 11 a.m. until 12 sharp. One hour. We're going to be in, honor Jesus for his birthday, and we're out so you can spend time with your family. But the following Sunday is New Year's Eve. And I got a word from the Lord for 2024. And I'm going to unveil it that day. Last year, the Lord spoke to me and said that we are to be a people who breaks the average barrier. Now, look, I'm not bragging. I'm giving God glory. I need you to look around in here right now. Just look around. Wave at about 20 people. Just wave at them. 20 people. How many folk y'all think in here? Y'all counted yet, Ushers? Y'all counted yet? How many? Who got that count? Chris has got it. Kristen got it and went out. <clears throat> I would estimate there's, with this nasty weather, I would estimate there's probably 215 people. Who wants to put money on it, Charles? $5 says it's 215 people. Over or under? Two, oh, he took 220. All right, y'all catch that up. Charles owes me $5 when we get back. <laughs> Listen y'all, I am not bragging. I'm telling you, God spoke to us and said, "We are to break the average barrier." How many of you know today in America, post-COVID, post-Christian America, how many of y'all know most churches are in decline? Did you know the average average nationwide church attendance today in America is 65 people? Look around. I'm going to promise you what God's doing here has nothing to do with me. I'm just a 58-year-old fat guy that grew up over in McCall, South Carolina. I can't do this. But what God is doing, you can't deny. And Jesus said these words. He said, if I be high and lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. This is a God thing. Jesus has broken this average barrier. We're not average. The average church in America is either plateaued or in decline. We're not average. We're growing. I'll prove that to you statistically on the 31st. So bring your praise clothes on, all right? Amen. We're going to bless this offering. Father God, today we thank you. I can't wait until that day also, Lord, to be able to share your goodness of what you've done in this ministry financially. We broke that average barrier too, hallelujah, by the grace of God. And Lord, if that anointing and that word is upon the house, then it's trickling down to everybody else's house that's a part of this. We will not be average Christians, Lord. We will break the average barrier and we will soar to greater heights of what your purpose and your destiny is in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. High five somebody and say, I'm excited about what God's doing. There is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. There is abundance in this house. In the name of Jesus and on the authority of God's holy word, amen? Amen, give him a praise, why don't you? Amen. The Lord is good to us, is he not? Amen. All right. Today, uh, our associate pastor, Pastor Michael Hunt, is going to be bringing the word to us. And we are following the Advent schedule. And today, we lit the joy candle. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let receive. Broom, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. So we've got two candles left on here, so next Sunday morning we're going to immediately light this fourth candle on the bottom. And sometime during the service, we're going to light that center candle because it is representing the baby Jesus has arrived. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about today, too, with the joy that the Lord has given to us. So y'all put your hands together. Show Pastor Michael some love while it comes up.
1: Sit down. I'll give everybody five dollars later on. So. Look, you never say. Do you got joy this morning? Oh, y'all better get lively this morning. Can't talk about joy and we'd be de- dead and quiet. Oh, okay, that's about three people. We'll see in a minute. My lovely wife, if she'll bring me up my prop for this morning. This is in reference to my Facebook post last week. She told me to take the price tag off and say, everybody knows what it is. It's six dollars. <laughs> so yes, yeah, she did get that six dollar joy thing from wherever she was. You gotta turn around, make you see joy. Oh, it's on both sides, okay. All right. Is everybody doing all right this morning? Yes, Do you enjoy being in church today? Amen. 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 Wow. Amen. Looking around today. You could have stayed home, it would have been easy to stay home, but you chose to come to the church and God will honor that today, amen? amen. Before we get started today, um, I want to do a little plug for a, for a second. Um, we noticed we, we honored all the teachers here this morning and I see him director, that's part of the, the duties that I do is getting, organizing teachers. Um, we were looking for more teachers. We had a lot up here, but there were also a lot of people sitting down still, okay, and um, I'm thankful for what the Lord does here at Northview. We are blessed with amazing people who love our kids who, who are faithful. Some of them do it as a living on their jobs and then they come here and serve at church. Um, so we are grateful for all of our teachers, all of our, our ones that put their hand to the plow, because they are not only teaching your baby, they're teaching my baby. And I'm grateful for their heart and what they pour into our kids. So listen, we need children's church uh, workers, teachers, Sunday school teachers to, to get on a rotation. And Miss Allison also needs nursery workers. Um, as well to be able to, to love on our babies. I, I love going in there and seeing all the babies and they're just running around uh, eating the juice and, and the applesauce. And I'll tell you what, they, that is a, a joy to do to serve our children. Because not only are they the church of tomorrow, Pastor Faye, but they're also the church of today. I believe that in my heart, that they are active participants in what God is doing here at Northview. All right, do you have your Bibles this morning? If not, you can have it on the board, amen. Look to your neighbor say, do you got joy? And if they said no, tell them by the end you might have some joy. (laughs) Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 this morning. I promise to be out by the time the candle right here gets um, down to the bottom, okay? Is that alright? Luke chapter 2 beginning in verse 8. Luke chapter 2 beginning in verse 8 and we'll go down to verse... Twelve. It says, Now they were in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were greatly afraid. Um, verse 10, it says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of what? Great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord and this will be a sign to you you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Somebody say thank Lord for his word. And then over two thousand years ago his word came to life for and for us, I think in the manger right over there. Not necessarily that one, but again in a manger and it signified the lowest point. Uh, that that you would think about it. the king of the world why would he come in a manger why would he come in such a lowly place in a place that nobody would think that he would be there that the angels had to go and give directions to where he would be but yet he really wanted them to realize that he didn't have to as trevor said earlier he didn't have to show them and tell them who he was he was going to live it out by his life but yet he was going to uh, do it in a way and by him coming down and speaking to uh, the angel coming and speaking to the shepherds that was a, f- a prophecy that was fulfilled that the babe would come wrapped in swaddling And he will be lying in the manger I'm thankful today as we light the pink candle And it's signifying the joy I'm thankful today that I am saved Because of that baby in the manger over 2,000 years ago Are there any saved folk in the house today? Yes Thankful that Jesus brought salvation to us through a baby that was born in the manger. He brought salvation. He brought joy. He brought peace. He brought deliverance through us through that one little child that was born in the manger. When I got to thinking about joy and thinking, why would Jesus send a Savior uh, through, in, in the way that he did in the form of a baby, the most humble and innocent symbol of life? Have you ever heard a baby laugh? I mean, that chuckle laugh, that one with the biggest laugh, and they're, just, they're barely turn, their faces turning red because they're laughing so hard. That is one of the most precious sounds that I can think of in this world, of a baby just belly laughing as hard as they can, barely can breathe, and their face turning red. I'll tell you what, I remember the first time Judah did that, I remember just a tear falling down my face because of how much joy had oozed from him, and it penetrated my heart. I think about God and how he looks down over us, and whenever we have the joy of him, the joy of the Lord in our strength and in our body, then, never how he just laughs and he just is looking down and admiring us for what he does. But listen, here comes the problem sometimes. Sometimes we've forgotten what it's like to have joy. Listen, I, I had to preach this to myself before I give it to you. Is that all right? Some of us have forgotten what it's like to have joy. There is joy in serving Jesus. There is joy in this walk, this Christian walk. Listen, there's going to be heartaches. There's going to be times where things are going to go through and you don't feel like serving the Lord. There's going to be times when you don't feel like coming to church. The rain may want to stop you. But listen, that should not stop our joy that, that God had given to us when we are saved. It's nothing that we earn. It's nothing that we can work for. But it's the joy. It's his spirit living on the inside of us that just bubbles up because of what he done for me. I don't know about you, but I know that I don't deserve to be on this platform today. But it is his grace and his mercy that was extended to to me and inform what he gave to me, that joy that I can't shake, the joy that comes deep, deep down from my heart, because I know what he done for me, and that joy, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. You can tell who has joy in a church service. Listen, y'all, y'all, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble today. I wish you could see on the platform sometimes some of your faces. Turn this way. I'm going to preach to the back screen today. <laughs> but it's amazing how quickly we drop our joy when things somebody wrongs us. It's amazing how we get so caught up in the things of this world that it robs us of our joy. Listen, I'm not saying you can't have a bad day, but don't let it steal your joy. Don't let whatever the situation is, don't let it steal your joy because it's not worth the stress. It's not worth the heartache to sit back and be upset and and overwhelmed with the things of this world because joy is in our heart. Because if Jesus is in our heart, then we have joy in our life. If the praise team doesn't sing our song the way we like it, we get mad. If the preacher steps on our toes, we get upset and we change churches. Listen, I, I'm telling you, all I, 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 I wanted to give a good message today, just a, a good joy message, but this is what Holy Spirit gave me. If our meal isn't entirely right at a restaurant, then our joy and sometimes our salvation is out the window. sitting in service with the biggest frown on our face because we don't like we're sitting here too long. (laughs) I hear sinners say that that's what it's like to serve Jesus and I don't want it. I would hate to know that my feelings and my reactions and how I reacted in a service would be a deterrent for somebody not wanting to be part of what Jesus has for them. Because it's not about me. It's not about Pastor Tim. It's not about any of the staff or any of the board. But it's all about Jesus. And if I'm going to be the one to deter somebody from Jesus, then God help me to get out of the way. Because I don't want to take anybody away from him because of what the great things that he has done for my life. His grace and mercy that was extended to me. His joy that he gives me me each and every day that I wake up, knowing that I, I can sleep with peace in my heart, knowing that if I lay my life down today, then I'll be in joy with Jesus. I get to celebrate him, knowing that what he's done for me, I can't help but have joy. I can't help it. Because if you have no idea, no idea. But I stand up here, and I've learned a long time ago, and Pastor Blee said that you don't preach for reaction, you preach for change. And if it's for one person, that's all that matters. I've learned that it is his joy in the darkest of times that will rise up on the inside of me when I don't feel like it, and I don't know where it's coming from, and I don't know why. It is his joy. That comes rising up on the inside of my heart When I don't feel like it, Pastor Faye When I don't feel like keeping going The Bible tells us in Nehemiah It says the joy of the Lord is my strength My strength comes from Not of anything of this world But my strength comes from Him I'll share a story with you What happened literally just last night Some of you know, some of you don't know My grandfather, the one that raised me is um, Here in the past six months to a year I'll try, to, I'll try to talk about it, um, was diagnosed with dementia, and when I tell you that man could fix anything, he could hear a sound, and he would know exactly what the problem was, and there are some days where he doesn't even know where he's at. Um, he called me last night, we were on the way back from singing, and um, there are days that he remembers me, some days he don't, most days he does, because I, I, he raised me, he raised me, um, so he remembers, he said, Mikey, please come get me, please come get me, I, and my grandma was sitting right beside me, said, please give me this woman. I don't know who this woman is, but she's right here, and she is trying to get me. But, and it broke my heart because uh, just, it's just a cruel disease. It's just a cruel disease. If anybody's ever had to deal with that. And Mandy, I, again, I was coming in the house, and we put my stuff down, and she said, you know what you got to have to do have, at this point? Joy. Joy. Look at the joy in our hearts. And in that moment, it doesn't feel like having joy. It's not, it's not fun to deal with that. But let me tell you something. It is the joy of the Lord that is our strength. It's the joy of him, of knowing who he is, and knowing that he willingly come in a, in a feeding trough, literally to, in a feeding, wrapped in, in swaddling clothes, and he was laid in the manger. He was hidden from everybody else. The shepherds, they come to them and said, Listen, today there's going to be great joy brought to you and all men. Today, in the city of Bethlehem, the Savior which was born. If we truly have the joy of the Lord, then it won't waver when circumstances come our way. Look to your neighbor and say, The joy I have, the world didn't give it, the world can't take it away. If we truly have joy, then those circumstances will not bother us, and joy will just steady come up in uh, despite of all those circumstances. My joy is not dependent on how I feel in the moment. My joy is not dependent on whether I have a million dollars in the bank or not. I would rather be broke and have peace and have joy than to have millions of dollars and be miserable in my life, but listen, my joy is not dependent on the trials and tribulations that come my way. My joy is not based on what the news channel says that I should be happy about or worry about. my joy is not based on what is who is in the White House. My joy is not based on the stock market. My joy is based on the manger that was filled with the king of the world over 2,000 years ago. And as Isaiah told us in chapter 9, And his name shall be wonderful, counselor, mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's who my joy is based off of. Not circumstances of this world. It's easy to let the trials and the tribulations get us down. But my joy will not waver because of that. Because I know that that God, the God on the inside of me and the God on the inside of you is greater than any problem that we're going to face in this world. It's greater than any circumstances that we're going to face. And listen, life will get you down sometimes. I'm not saying that you can't have bad days because listen, there are days whenever we're going to have a bad day. It's okay. It is okay to not be okay. The problem lies is where we stay that way. Sometimes you got to sing your way out and I can't sing. (laughs) Sometimes you got to praise your way out. Look crazy. It's okay. Because when I stand before God, there's going to be no one else there. Nobody else. My wife won't be there. Judah won't be there. They'll have their own turn. But I've got to answer to him. And if I have to answer to him, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You can say I'm crazy. You can say I've lost my mind. But it doesn't matter because you don't know the cost that comes behind that praise. I don't know the cost that comes behind your praise. But listen, everybody in in our up under the sound of my voice, you've got a story. And if that's not enough for you to lift your hands and say I've got joy in my heart because of what God done for me, then I can't help you today. But listen, that joy that only comes from him, it only comes from serving him people ask why are you so happy all the time if you only knew (laughs) if you only knew it is God it is God who gives us his joy it is God who gives us his peace it is God who gives us and it all came through a baby over 2,000 years ago As I said again in Nehemiah 18, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's what keeps me going. It's what wakes me up in the morning knowing that I've got to keep pushing, knowing that I've got to keep going. Going back to the candle here, the pink candle, it was a shepherd candle, and it was to highlight the joy that was brought to them when they heard that the Messiah was born that night. I'm going to read those scriptures again It says Behold, the angel of the Lord came and stood before them And the glory of the Lord shone round about them And they were greatly afraid And then the angel said to them Do not be afraid For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy Which shall be to all people For there is born to you this day In the city of David a Savior Who is Christ the Lord And this will be a sign to you You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes Lying in the manger Renee, can you do something for me? I want you to hit those lights for a second. Hit them off. I don't know how to run it, but I know there's an off button somewhere. (laughs) Slow fade. I ain't going to blow the candles out, but listen imagine this sitting dark. I don't know if you've ever been in an open field in the middle of the night where just the stars are shining. One of the most beautiful scenes and backdrops you can have. Just being out in an open field and hayfield, whatever the field is, and looking out at the stars and how they illuminate the light or illuminate the air that you're in. The children of Israel in that time hadn't heard from God in over 400 years. They were literally walking in the dark. There was, he didn't, God didn't speak to them. God didn't send them a, 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 a prophecy from Samuel, one of the prophets. For 400 years, it was dead quiet and dark. Not speaking. Can you imagine? People don't even live to see 400 years a day. Can you imagine? We don't hear God for four hours, and we're we ready, we ready to tear everything up. Uh, I'm just preaching to me, okay? 400 years, silence, darkness, and all of a sudden, a bright light comes on. Those lights again, Renee. Are ready? All of a sudden, bright light comes on. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you, Renee. I put her on the spot there. But all of a sudden, the the, the the place illuminated, and an angel stood before him. It says they were so afraid of what they saw, the glory that had filled them right there in that moment. They were so afraid. And some of you today may feel like you're in the darkness. You're in a place where God hasn't spoke to you yet. He hasn't spoke to you in a while. He hasn't revealed himself to you in a new way. But Let me tell you today, this is what happens. For 400 years, there was silence, not a sound from heaven. It's just like God to speak to us in our darkest time. In the darkest time of our life, when we needed God the most, is when he shows up. When we need him the most Now listen, we need him every day But listen, when we need him the most In a critical moment He always comes through He always provides He always speaks to us He always makes a way where there seems to be no way Now listen, it may not be on my time And or when I want it But he always makes a way And listen What happened whenever they found that way When the, when the, when the revelation was given to the shepherds did they just go home? If you read the verse of uh, the rest of chapter 20 or chapter 2, it tells you, but Luke 2:20 it says, "They returned their gifts when they returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen, as it was told to them. They didn't sit back on what they were just revealed about, revealed to them. They said, well, let's go keep it on the sheep. Let's go keep on watching the flock, whatever. No, they ran and told everybody that they could see, everybody that they come in contact with about what happened to them, what had been revealed to them, what had been able, uh, been shown to them in that moment. Pastor Glenn Walter said this, our level of revelation about him will determine our level of demonstration to him. What he's done for me it should reflect it. by the way, I demonstrate my life towards him, Amen. my worship towards him. The pastor shouldn't have to come up here and pump and prime me every time we have a new service. Miss right. Lee shouldn't have to exhort us to the point where she's begging us, guys, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Why? Because the joy should just bubble up. Because when I think about what he done for me, <laughs> when I think about what he done for me in my life, I'm not talking about you, I'm just talking about me. I can't help but lift my hands. I can't help but say, God, I thank you. I can't help but say, God, I thank you for grace. Why? Because it was only the one true God that could do something like that. And listen, I remember a story of King David back in 2 Samuel. Whenever he was dancing before the Lord, his wife, his own wife, come out of the back and said, what are you doing? You're crazy. He says, I blessed God before I was king, and I'm going to bless God after I fact that I'm king. It didn't matter for David. He said, if you think I'm crazy now, you ain't seen nothing yet. David danced before the Lord with no reserve. He didn't matter what nobody thought about him, what nobody said, because he knew what he had been through. He knew the mess that he was, but yet his heart was toward the one who gives us joy. His heart was toward the one who gives us salvation. His heart was to the one who gave David deliverance. His heart was towards God and nobody else. So the joy that David had... His own wife couldn't keep him quiet because he knew what God had done for him. And I don't know about you, but if God's done anything for you, then that joy should be able to bubble up in our hearts and we shouldn't have to prime and pump and give, say, Lord, let's go exalt the Lord because why? When we come through those doors, our praise should be ready. Our praise should be ready and prime because of what God has done for us. A couple Sundays ago we were having a great service and Pastor Tim was standing right here and just exhorting the congregation, began to speak and, and I remember him doing this or some, something to this effect. and I, that just caught my eye, I was happened to be looking this way and I, I remember him just grabbing his coattail and doing something like this. And, and I remember Holy Spirit spoke to me in that moment. he says, "I'm trading garments this morning. I'm trading garments this morning. I'm taking off heavy garments." And given a fresh garment of praise. Mm. Rolando, you can come on here to the piano. I'm going to read this and we'll be done. Psalms 30 and 11 through 12. It says, you have turned for me. (laughs) Look to your neighbor and say, he's turning it. You have turned for me, my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth. You know what a sackcloth is? It's a garment of mourning. Garment of worry. a Garment of heaviness. You have taken off that sackcloth and you have clothed me with gladness. (laughs) To the end, that my glory may sing praise to you and you not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you Forever You have turned for me My mourning Into dancing You have put off My cloak of heaviness Worry Depression And you have clothed me With gladness To the end That my glory may sing praise To you Without reserve Without holding anything back I will sing praise to the one who gave me everything. And I will not be silent. The world wants us to hush. Don't speak. Sit in your little corner. But I will not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Forever. As long as there is breath in my body forever. Would you stand all over the house today? It's early, y'all, it's early, so we got a little bit of time to worship, but is that all right? I want to ask you a question today, and I, and I, and I, that morning, whenever I seen Pastor Tim, whenever he did that, and the Lord spoke to me, I, I, I contemplated about coming up here and saying it then, but I didn't, I just, I just stayed still, and the Lord said, he says, again, I'm going to read it back to you, I'm trading, let's see if I Here we go. He said, I'm trading garments this morning. I'm taking off heavy garments and giving a fresh garment of praise. A fresh garment of praise. Today I want to ask you a question. Will you trade that heavy garment for a garment of joy and praise to the Lord? Will you trade that garment? I I thought about doing this. I thought about having... Taking one of my old jackets that I can't wear because I hadn't got rid of my baby fat yet. I'm working on it. I can't wear it no more. I thought about cutting it up and having it tore and everything, and then trading it for a new garment. Because that's what I see for some of you today. Some of you are beaten and tattered and and and, and ripped to the point where you don't even feel like praising the Lord. You've questioned is God is even is He even looking at me? Is He even listening? To what I'm going through I preached a message last Sunday God sees you right where you are You are not overlooked You are not overlooked That same David, Pastor Faye, That was anointed king Or he was king at that point The story I talked about earlier There was a story about his dad Prophet Samuel come through the town And he told him He told Jesse, he said Jesse get your boys up I'm coming to anoint a king He didn't get all of his sons he overlooked David. He overlooked him. And listen, this—the Lord brought this out to me last week. You know, you can read a scripture a hundred times, and that one time you read it is something different. But I read it, and then look. Whenever Jesse or he asked, him, Samuel asked him. He said, "Jesse, is this all your sons? Are you sure?" And Jesse said, "No, there's one more." And there he is. David could see it all. I wonder if he heard. Everything that was going on. And the fact that his own father left him out. Can you imagine how he felt? Imagine how he felt to be overlooked by his own father. But God had a plan. He anointed David right in the front, in the middle of his brothers. That lets me know that no matter what the situation is, God does not overlook you where you are. He sees us. He sees us. He sees us. Pastor Faye, I'll never forget that message. God sees us. God sees us right where we are. And today he says he's got an exchange for you, he's got a gift for you. That gift that was free in the the manger over 2,000 years ago, he's got another free gift for you. He says, Trade in that garment of heaviness and burdens worry and fear and anxiety, depression. Trade in those garments for a garment of praise. For a garment of joy, peace and happiness. Will you trade that today? Every head bowed and every eye closed at this moment. And maybe there's one here today that don't know the Lord as their personal Savior. You say, Pastor Michael, I I don't know the Lord. I don't know about this joy that you're talking about. Well, because of that joy, that gift that came over two thousand years ago, He made a way for us. He made a way so that we can have access to Him. He says, "Come unto Me, come unto Me, all." He didn't say some. He said all. And maybe you don't know the Lord this morning, and if that's you, and you say, Pastor Michael, I I want to know the Lord. Would you slip your hand up at this moment? Nobody's watching, nobody's looking. Would you slip your hand up? God sees you. He sees you right where you are. You're not overlooked. He's got joy for you today. what I want us to do, guys. I want us to come to the front of those that will. You know, Rolando's going to give us some, some music to, to allow us in this moment to trade in that garment of heaviness for a garment of praise. Just him playing. He's, not, he's just going to play right now and, and, and he's going to exhort the Lord on the piano. And, and if you want to come, I want you to trade that garment this morning. Because that garment of heaviness is not for you. But God has a fresh garment of praise for you today. Strength. It is his joy that gives me great pleasure to worship him. It is his joy who allows me to worship no matter what it looks like. It is his joy that gives me everything that I need. It is his joy that is on the inside of our hearts that allows me to say I will bless God anyway. from this right here in this moment when we trade when we exchange something we just don't put it to the side and pick it back up later on if I give you a gift that means I'm taking it from my possession and giving it back to you and you don't have to give it back some of us you got the coat right here beside you so you could pick it back up when you leave the church today I cannot get away from this in this moment when I exchange it when I give it away I give it to a point where I don't pick it back up again
3: yes.
1: oh, hear my heart today guys some of you have been carrying a garment of heaviness for too long that it has become normal to you that you don't even realize what it is And in this moment, Holy Spirit says, throw it away. Throw it away. Don't pick it back up. Don't worry about what tomorrow will look like. Because the garment that God is giving us is something that will give and engulf us and cover us and in the worst of times it will begin to bubble up in our hearts guys and listen for just a few more seconds and i'll pass the microphone on guys i want us to exhort the lord for a minute now i want us to press in why not for me not for my own ambition to say i did this and did that because i really feel in my heart that today some of you are on the verge of quitting and giving up but god says release of praise release of praise deep down from that that you've never done before and not so because the preacher may can feel good, but because God's saying in this moment, if you will exhort me, if you will lift my name up, then what happens in those moments, there is an exchange in the heavenlies. There is a heavenly and a spiritual exchange that takes place, and when I take down my heaviness and I give it to the Lord, it's never going to be brought up again. And listen, there are going to be times where it will try to, but that joy that I'm talking about today, it will bubble up from the inside. It will bubble up from the inside and says, listen, you, bl- you laid it down. You laid it down on December 17th it's 2023. Don't pick it back up and that's when the Holy Spirit will say I got you. So they're going to sing in just a few more seconds and I'll be done guys but I really want us to press in for this moment because I don't want us to miss what Holy Spirit is doing for people here today. Don't miss it guys don't miss it because what God has for you is eternal it's eternal y'all sing James Earl Jesus God we thank you today God God, we thank you today, God. God, we thank you today, God. God, We thank you today, God. God, we thank you today. God, we thank
7: you today, God. God. Here is where
2: sense the Holy Spirit just hovering over some folks right now I feel like the Lord gave me a word that there are people in here you have no problem with that surrender part you have no problem taking off the old but you have a problem receiving the new better hear the word of the Lord you have no problem feeling unworthy you have no problem feeling that heaviness you can acknowledge that You have no problem wanting to get rid of that. God said, cast off those garments of heaviness and he's going to give you garments of praise. Listen again to the words that Pastor Michael started us off with. The angel said, behold, I bring to you. Not I announce to you, I bring. Bring to you good tidings of a little, little tiny eatsy wincy bit of joy. Is that what he said? Behold, I bring to you good tidings of joy. Oh my God. Which will be to A-L-L people. Good, bad, ugly, mean, sweet, cantankerous, peaceful to all people. For there is born to you this day joy put on a flesh suit, y'all. And they named him Jesus. Again, we have no problem. Lord, I surrender. I'm unworthy. I've got this heaviness. But I'm going to tell you right now, the Holy Spirit spoke to me over there and told me to come up here and tell you, you better go ahead and receive what he's wanting to give you. You better get out from under that cloud of condemnation. Because that same angel that spoke to those shepherds on that night would be saying the same thing to you right now. Behold, I bring to you, Dexter. I bring to you, Rodney. I bring to you, Tammy. I bring to you, Michelle. I bring to you, Marlene. He would call you out, and he would say, I bring to you good tidings of grace. to announce to you, joy put on a flesh suit and he's waiting down there in Bethlehem waiting for you. Now get up, shake yourself and go get what God has sent to you. Go get what God has promised to you. Go get what the man of God has talked to us about today. Amen? Hallelujah. I believe Pastor Michael said it twice. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. Jesus said, rejoice, your name's written down in heaven. Is your name written in heaven? Some of y'all need to just go ahead and lift your foot up, kick yourself a little bit, because some of y'all, been so weighted down so long it's like the frog in the kettle the enemy's been slowly turning up the heat he's been weighing you down a little ounce here a little grain of sand there a little worry here a little problem there until you woke up one day and there's a 10,000 pound brick on your back and you don't know where in the world this thing came from and the Lord is saying shake yourself the joy of the Lord is your strength you need to let the joy inside of you put you in Hulk mode and break that mess off this joy this joy this joy, behold, I bring to you good tidings of great joy. This joy that I have, I got this joy. If you got that kind of joy, if you got that Jesus joy. Come on, deep down in your soul. I'm not talking about a goosebump. I'm talking about Rodney come hell or high water. I'm gonna look the problem in the face and I'm gonna know my name's written down in heaven. Hallelujah. Nothing's gonna change that right there. Somebody give the Lord a praise. Oh, my God, my God, my God. I, what about right now? I didn't ask you if your situations or circumstances were perfect. Remember when Pastor Michael had the lights go down? Could you imagine those shepherds? They're living in the fields. They're not visiting the field. The Bible says, what translation said, they were living in the fields watching their sheep by night. They got no house. They're living out in the elements. Come on, somebody! And the angel showed up, Carrie, and said, "Boop! Here it is. I come to give you a message. I don't care what's happening around you. I don't care what your circumstances are. And I remind you, shepherds in those days were the lowest rung on the economic ladder. Isn't it something God didn't show up in a penthouse in Jerusalem? He showed out in a no house out in the wilderness with the shepherds. Come on, somebody! God doesn't mind picking you up where you are and putting you where He wants you to be." Joy. Come on, let's do something joyful. Can we do that? Come on, y'all put your hands together. I'm trading
5: my soul, oh, yes. I'm trading my faith. I'm
2: laying it down for the joy. Oh, I'm trading. I'm trading my sinless. I'm trading my pain. That's where you got to embrace the yes. Come on. That's where you got to open up and say, I know. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Yes, Lord. Amen. Come on. I'm trading. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my shame.
4: I'm laying
2: all down. Full of joy. Say yes, I'm trading my sickness, I'm trading my pain. To shout his name, would you? His name is Jesus, hallelujah! Who is Christ the Lord born to you in the city of David? And you're gonna find him wrapped in swaddling clothes, hallelujah. Lord, we love you today. Thank you for this word that you've given to us today through Pastor Michael. We thank you for the gift of God that he is to us, our brother and the Lord and and a leader in the kingdom of God. We thank you for the anointing and the calling of God that's upon his life. God, I pray right now that every word that came out of his mouth would be like a seed. It will not return to you void. Right now, we water it and nurture it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and pray that it would bring forth life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we bless these folk today in the name of the Lord as they go forth. God, for those that are gonna be hanging around here all day today, who are gonna be participating in the program tonight, we pray you to give them strength. Pray you to give them anointing, Lord God. So they're not just singing notes, they're not just saying lines, but the very life of God will ooze out of them. Hallelujah. Give everyone traveling mercies today in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray you to dis- dissipate this storm that's covered in multiple states, but show yourself strong in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, I declare to you today the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you and the Lord make his face to shine upon you. I pray that the Lord lift his countenance upon you and be gracious to you and give you his peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. You are loved and we'll see you later on this evening, afternoon, in a moment.